Hello everybody, welcome back to the podcast and today we're going to talk about Al Capone, the notorious gangster. So, in the 1920s and early 1930s, Al Capone ran the Chicago outfit, also known as the Chicago Mafia. When gangs battled for control of illegal alcohol distribution during the Prohibition, according to Capone's grandniece, Deirdre Marie Capone, her uncle made over 100 million per year from bootlegging. As Prohibition was nearing its end, Capone needed to find another way to fund his grand lifestyle. But we can say that Capone was a bit tired of the mortal danger that came with his illegal business activities. Members of our Chicago gangs thought nothing of breaking their promises or threatening violence against our families. Frightened that he or his family might be killed, Capone was plagued by nightmares. He wanted to leave the outfit and, I mean, mean, leave the mafia. I've got to get out, Ralph, Capone would run to his older brother. I've got enough money. I don't need this insanity. Wace, Moran and the members of our gangs are idiots. You can't do business with crazy people. I've been shot at, almost poisoned with prussic acid, and there is an offer of 50,000 to any gunman who can kill me. They don't understand that there's enough for all of us. They're mad because I run better business, I make more money than they do, I run my outfit like a business, it is a business. That's what Capone said to his older brother. Shortly after, Capone thought of milk. It fit his criteria for a legitimate business that could make a lot of money. Almost everyone uses milk every day, especially families with kids. The markup on milk was greater than that of alcohol. Best of all, the Chicago outfit already controlled bottling facilities for legal alcohol distribution which could be adapted for milk. Although Deidre Capone doesn't seem to confirm the story, some reports say that Al Capone got into milk business after one of his relatives got sick from drinking milk that had expired. Either way, the lack of regulations on milk production provided Capone with an opportunity to corner the market. He had already developed a reputation for being something of a later-day Robin Hood in Chicago. During the Depression, Capone opened the first soup kitchen, offering three meals daily to financially struggling individuals and their families. Which to me is not that surprising, I don't know why a lot of gangsters were so generous back in the day. Maybe you can be bad in some things, but good in others, I don't know, I think that's true. The soup kitchen was also so popular that he opened more than one, but Capone went beyond spending money to help people. He actually went to the soup kitchens and served meals himself, so it seemed in character for him to lobby the Chicago City Council for a wall to stop expiration or sell-by, dates on milk bottles to protect the city's children from harm. So Capone set his sights on acquiring Middlemore Diaries, a milk processor. It was believed that all stamping equipment was already under his control. And after Chicago passed the low monitoring visible expiration dates on all milk bottles, Capone had the ability to effectively control the local milk market. But he also still had a problem. Back then, only the Teamsters Union milkmen delivered fresh local milk to Chicago homes. Capone wanted to use non-union truckers to deliver less expensive, important milk from Wisconsin. When he couldn't work out a deal to make that happen, he had the union's president kidnapped. With the 50,000 ransom Capone bought Middlemore Diaries, Dreju Capone said her uncle 
didn't really enjoy the milk business because it wasn't as good or glamorous as illegal liquor, so he pretty much changed his mind. In any case, three months after his milk business opened, Capone was imprisoned. But as we all know, even though Capone went away, milk expiration days stayed. However, many sell-by, use-by and best-before dates don't reflect food safety, causing 90% of Americans to throw out about 165,000 billion of perfectly good food each year. Walls throughout the nation are contradictory and often unjustified. So, if you ever drank expired milk, well, you just didn't see the date and you should thank Capone for you not getting sick, basically. Okay, thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Tune for more. I'll see you guys soon.